Jennifer. Just, just hearing that song gets me so pumped. I'm like so ready for season four right now. Continue. I'm sorry. Uh, good evening, Ed. Good evening, Joshua Burnell. Welcome, welcome to the Gleeful Podcast with Josh and Ed. You can find us online at gleefulpodcast.com. On Twitter at Gleeful Podcast, I'm at Josh Burnell. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. And That's we're right. still not pod faded. I know you thought about it. Don't don't act like you weren't thinking about it. You were thinking about it. You're like, oh, they're done. They're not coming back, are they? And then here we are. <laughs> We are back. Yes, well, Can't we... Can't get rid of us that quickly. Uh, oh, you know, things have been pretty busy the last couple of weeks. I know Jennifer and I have been crazy busy. Jennifer is... <sighs> Jennifer's uh, Etsy store is on fire. If you have not been there, you should go there. It's at Etsy.com slash Jenny B Creative. That's Jenny with an I. And the letter B. And it's amazing. You're you should check sweet. out her amazing stuff on her Etsy store. Um, and she's been crazy busy. Uh, I've been writing like crazy. And Ed is living in the bubble... In the bubble, <laughs> making, making Count Chocula in the bubble. Now, what is the Count Chocula part of this joke? Um, I don't understand what okay. Count Chocula has to do with Disney World. Oh, it has nothing to do with it. I was like, I was with, I was with uh, Red Mighty and uh, Bra Watch. That's their Twitter names. Yes. And, uh, and the, so, something happened, and I said, I said, if I told, I told Bra Watch that if she made a video. Um, how to make Count Chocula? I would watch it every single day for a year. <laughs> That's what I told her, and she said she she said she'll do it. So she's gonna make she's gonna make a YouTube video because we were trying we were somehow like we were talking about YouTube. So she's gonna, like ways to get like market share and stuff like stuff like that. I was like, well, just 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 make a video on how to make Count Chocula, and I will watch it every single day for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and you would immediately start getting. Uh... Yeah, you, that would be your your entire YouTube strategy is that just Ed watches the video over and over again. That's pretty, it's, it's pretty much a, we had, we had lots of inside jokes. There, there, there's multiple. There's multiple. Some of them involve Russian horrors, perhaps. Yes, I, I I have to kind of avoid you guys on Twitter now when the three of you get going. It's uh it's a little hard to follow. Uh, but yes, uh, so you you're doing well in Disney. What park are you in today? Uh, I'm always in Epcot. I don't I. That, the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. I'm always there. Wow, always. the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Is that the thing that was at the World's Fair that like moves in a circle? No, that's that's Epcot. That's that's Epcot. Epcot. Like, that's, that's the um, experimental. Oh, oh, that's in. Oh, that's in. Experimental. I see what he did there. Yes, yes. I see what he did. He spelled there. it out for anybody who hasn't been there or didn't know what it meant. Well, no, oh, nobody you... know. Ain't nobody knows. Like I, I always, I always hear guests are like, "What does it mean?" I'm like, "Experimental <laughs> prototype community of tomorrow." <laughs> but you're Josh. You're thinking of Spaceship Earth when we went into the giant. Dome. Oh no! There's that one attraction that was originally at the World's Fair, and it's like a house, and you sit in chairs, and you move. It's like a circular stage that's oh. a circle, and you move around yes. it. It's chairs. not there anymore. Yeah. Oh really? They took there. it out. It's not there anymore. I know. I know everything about Epcot, and it's not there anymore. <laughs> and no, Test Track is not open until November. I'm sorry. People. It's closed. Why? That's a lame uh, ride. They're they're redoing it to be Tron themed. Oh, can they add like another five minutes to? Yes, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not just too line. short. Yeah, the 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 ride itself is just no. But they're like they're like majorly sure. re. They're like, it's not just it's just it's not just a rehash it's going to be a completely new ride but with tron theme interesting well we will have to go to disney world at some point and check all of that stuff out that'd be fun right right i haven't been there since uh my 30th birthday it was the last time we went you should oh, go, I, ago. 
As, as someone who was there today, I say it's awesome <laughs> Well, we're just not going back there again in June because it was 95 degrees with oh 95% humidity. Oh my god, I, I'm outdoor foods. That's oh. and it's just like, and I'm I've I have now like today was 89. I was like, you know, today's a pretty cool day. <laughs> like yes, I've seriously. like I've adjusted. I'm so tan. I've never never been this tan in my life. <laughs> like never. Like, like do you have to I, change your shirt multiple times throughout the day. No, but I have well, I have six different costumes because they throw me they throw me everywhere. Oh, okay. So it's like so, it's like whatever. But it's you so must be fun. like dropping water weight like nobody's business. <laughs> if you if you if you or someone you know was considering doing the Disney College program, I support this decision. All right. Okay. I I I, I could I gush for hours, and we we frankly don't have a new Gleeps episode to talk about, so I could, but <laughs> we, we we'll do something else for now. Uh, so yes, uh, in the chat room, Jenny's Joey's baby nine five six said that the attraction I was thinking of is called the Carousel of Progress. <gasps> That's it. Yes, Jen Shu seventeen said it was at the World's Fair. Isn't that what I said? The yes, Fair? Okay. yes, you did. Uh, just to be sure. Um, why am I dumb? Somebody in the chat room just said I was dumb. Nalen, not cool. Hey. Call Ain't nobody down. say you're dumb. Uh, so no, let's talk. That's just not nice. <laughs> so we've got a, um, we've got some Glee project to talk about this week. We'll talk a little bit about the last two or the first two episodes of the Glee project. Oh my god, my eyes have been stuck on the Glee project. I can I can think of nothing better to do <laughs> in my day when I'm at Disney World than to watch Glee project. So uh, so Ed hasn't seen the first two episodes, <laughs> but we're going to talk about the Glee project. Really. Uh, I went to this amazing Emmy presentation for the Glee Project this week. Essentially, they were trying to, like, drum up votes. Um, oh, yeah, like, for your consideration? Yes, exactly. Uh, so it was a really cool, uh, really cool thing. Um, that'll be, so that'll be fun. And so, uh, you vote, like, like, do people, who votes? For, I'm confused how the Emmy would work. I'm sorry. We will get there. We will, we will answer all of your questions. And okay. then, um, uh, and then at the end, you know, we've talked about doing kind of a season four spoiler episode for a while. So at the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit about the rumors surrounding season four. None of the, the nothing is official and we will not have any actual spoilers to give you, but, um, uh, we will, we will, uh, read the things that we don't usually read. Uh, at the end of the episode, so you will. Well, have, uh, they're probably they're probably half false or or half true, depending. This is a glass, <laughs> this is a glass thing. So yes, exactly, exactly. We shall find out uh, soon enough. But we will uh, read all of those things that we usually avoid, and we will talk about um, about the fun that is uh, Glee season four, or the fun that will be. So, um, so yeah. First off, we had the Glee project. We had two episodes. Um, this most recent episode, they performed "Party Rock Anthem." by LMFAO. Uh, if you did not see Glee Project Season 1, the way it works is they get a homework assignment, which they perform for a member of the Glee cast who then picks a winner, and the winner gets featured in the music video that they do at the end of the episode. Uh, this most recent episode, they performed Party Rock Anthem for the music video. You can find all this stuff on the YouTube. Um, but let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Uh, this does not include Maxfield, who was eliminated in the first episode. But here's Party Rock Anthem. Shake that in the club, party right, looking for your girl. She 
I'm a jock. Now stop when we in the spot. Booty move away like she on the block. When the drink, I got to know. Tight jeans, tattoo, cause I'm rock and roll. Half black, half white domino. Gain the money. Open up. Yo, I'm coming through my hair like Samos. I got that devilish flow. Rock and roll, no halo. We party rock. Yeah, that's the crew that I'm repping. On the rise to the top. No letting. I Zeppelin, let's get it. Party rock is in the house tonight. Everybody just So uh, this was the episode, or this was the song from uh, episode two, and if you watched episode two, you know that uh, this music video was basically uh, entirely so that they could have all of the cast members making out. Uh, that's kind of the only reason this particular. There was like a scene of spin the bottle, and everyone started making out in the spin the bottle scene, um, and the show made such a big deal about the like. You know, the one girl's like, I don't really kiss boys. Uh, which which girl is that? I don't remember her name now. I, I You know, I have to bring up the list again. Yeah, I have it, to. I, it keeps changing. It's on my screen. Where did my it? screen go? Oh, that was Nellie. Nellie's like, I don't really kiss boys. Uh, uh, you know. No, she said, I don't just go around kissing anybody. But, well, she did. And then everyone kissed everyone. Like, there were girls kissing. There was, like, people yeah. that weren't even in that part of the show were kissing in other parts of the show. They were like, kissing when they thing. weren't even recording. Yeah, it was just bizarre. It became a little real world. It, it definitely was <laughs> like, well, I don't like this part of the show. Like, I, I don't like um, when it becomes, like, goofy and kind of, you know, exploitative, I guess is the word we're looking for. But Glee Project Season 2, it's pretty much the same as Season 1, um, except that every person on Season 2 has a drama, has, like, a story. And, and they kind of did on Season 1, but on Season 2, you've now got the girl in the wheelchair, you've got the black guy uh, who is blind, you have um, a Muslim girl, there uh, is a guy who only started singing, like, six months before the competition, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of wild. Uh, transgender. Yes, and then the transgender boy. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting group. Uh, but as far as like talented front runners, Jennifer, like, is there anybody in the group that really jumps out at you as being special? Um, I'm looking at them. Uh, all. Or Eddie, or Eddie, four of them. <laughs> I don't know. All the billboards say there will be one. <laughs> there will only be one. You know the thing is the peop the people that keep getting the most screen time I'm kind of like okay you know there there there's nothing that's really special that I might that's standing out to me yet and then there's still a handful of people which now I think I'm learning their names for the first time like I didn't know Charlie Blake and Michael's name I just knew those were the other three boys <laughs> yeah the the boys are they're the three boys Charlie Blake and Michael are totally anonymous but they're and they 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 all seem fine they get good you know they got good remarks on their dancing <laughs> they're like, and their performances they're like they're like low high packers or high middle packers, so they're like they get nothing. They get well, they're just kind of lost right now. Yeah. Until they can figure out a way to stand out from each other, but um, because everybody else is kind of like put the three of them in the bottom three, and then yeah. they'll be standing out no in no pra time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There's really nobody that you know. Maybe okay. 
there are people that I kind of like their personality. There are people that I think are maybe good actors. And then I think there are people that are maybe a stronger singer. But I don't think there's like an incredible singer in the bunch that I've that I've heard. Yeah. Um, I, well, Shauna got a lot of credit in episode one for being yeah. the best vocalist. And she had some um, crazy notes hit that, that crazy loved. great yeah. note. Yeah. She, she got a lot of points for that. Yeah. Well, here, let's go through them each one by one. We'll go in alphabetical order. Um, Ed, if you want to follow along, I will I'm, I'm even, on the Wikipedia page. Okay, you got the Wikipedia page. I will also put it in the chat room for folks that yeah. want to follow along. So, Abraham, um, I like his style. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's kind of the challenge with Abraham, though, is I don't, I haven't figured out what he is beyond that style yet. Oh, okay. Um, I was just making that up. But continue. No, you're right. I mean, he's, oh, he definitely has style. He totally has style. He's an individual for sure. And he's a, and he's probably the best dancer. Um, but vocally, he's just kind of whatever. And he couldn't. Well, Mike Shane did graduate. So. That, and, and that's true. Like, there is a place for that on the show. And, and Abraham seems to have kind of a cool personality. Um, one of the things that Brian said on in uh, episode one, and he said it in the Emmy presentation that I went to, uh, where he said people kind of mistakenly call it a singing competition, where to him it's an inspiration competition. His, his thinking is, your job is not to be the best singer here. It's to be the most inspiring to me. And inspire me to want to write for you and work with you, and so, so, so it's, like, it's what I said was really the requirement last season. Like it's like pitch the character that you want to be, and I'll decide if I like it the best. Like that's that's what it really that's the real competition. Here. Pretty much, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, that's what the show is at least in his uh in ryan's eyes and since ryan is making the decision choosing the uh, eliminating the people it's kind of it, therefore it's that's it it's funny that on this page that i, I put in the chat room on the on the uh, oxygen.com website where it lists everybody at the bottom it says the judges are nikki robert and zach and yet none of them actually decide who goes home no but they, well, they choose about they choose about three though and they're that's very true. they're very very vocal to ryan like they they tell him everything yeah they 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 influence him heavily so i they're 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 judging the kids through the entire process and then, you know, Ryan's going to make the final decision. But there, there is advisors, so I yeah, would still call him true. a judge. That's very true. And they um, give them, he, they're the ones that give them the kids the most feedback, too. Yeah, they seem to have the most... Uh, the most FaceTime. Abil- yeah, FaceTime. The most ability to, like, manipulate or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, help the kids if that's what they want to do. Uh, so next up we have Allie. Um, Allie is... Uh, um, Allie is in a wheelchair. That's kind of the, uh, the main pitch they've given us on her so far. Um, I find her voice kind of okay, um, but she has a lot of personality, and she's, she has so many moves in the wheelchair. Like, if you watch in the big group dance numbers, she'll do crazy stuff, like bouncing on one wheel and, like, doing kind of jumping in her chair. That's, that's I, I find, really impressive, kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, like, you know, she's already but the real deal. Oh, yeah. She's, and you had said, yeah. like, a real, how did you put it? Do you want to you say what oh, you said last no. time? You had said, she, she's real. She's not Quinn handicapped. Yeah. She's real handicapped. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> I, I'm like, I just couldn't remember. Well, because you, um, oh, yeah. I forget how it came up, but, yeah. And she, she does. She handles herself really well. She can, you know, she can she can rock back and forth. She can come back on the wheels. And I'm I'm reading now about her. Okay. She's been paralyzed this, since she was two. She's yes. been in a wheelchair since she was two. I I know he said there's gonna be one winner, but 
I'm look. I like. I'm now looking at their pictures. I'm like, there's no way. There's not five winners out of this. Like, no way. There's just no way. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, he made a point. Yeah, at that Emmy presentation. One of the jokes he told uh, during the Q and A was. Um, how he saw the final four and he was like, any one of these people could be on the show. I'm going to put them all on the show. And the producers were pissed. The people at Oxygen apparently were very angry. And so they made a point of when the posters came out, they went, there will be only one yeah. on those posters. What did he you, say? It's like, there's no co- it's no coincidence. Yeah, it's no coincidence. <laughs> Oh, there's no coincidence for what? The, oh, that that the post the advertisements for Glee Project season two said one will be on Glee. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. In giant is- words. Uh, so we also have Eileen. Uh, it looks like it's spelled Aileen, but it's pronounced Eileen. Mm-hmm. She is Muslim. Uh, comes from a strict Muslim household. Um, and I guess so far, all we really know about Eileen, her voice is kind of okay. Her dancing is kind of okay, mm-hmm. and she's kind of a whore. Um, but very- she, she looks cute. She, she's she's cute that's just that's she's and i i mean i mean that jokingly like obviously i don't mean that but she's very aggressively like i'm the one here that's gonna flirt with boys and i'm the oh. one here that's gonna kiss boys and i like to kiss boys and kissing boys is fun she talks about it you know and that's the character she is in this show whether or not she is that in real life but she well. did actually say in one of those things like there are boys here that i want to flirt with like she said that in the interview so yeah, well, okay, so not everybody in the uh, music video was part of the spin the bottle scene, and she was in that, and she had it, and she ended up kissing two different boys, and then Charlie was kind of off to the side just watching the whole thing and looking really jealous and kind of pissed, and then he said something to her when, the sh- when they were done shooting that scene, and she's like, oh, okay, and so she just leans over and she just starts making out with him. Cause she just, she didn't want him to feel bad. It was a very Jersey Shore moment. It was, yeah. It was not, it was not like what I want from my Glee project. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little too distracting. I mean, it's, they're, they're trying to develop these characters, they're trying to, you know, show us how good they are at singing and acting and dancing and all this stuff, and it's like, well, we don't have time for those antics. <laughs> Uh, so then we got a couple guys here. We got Blake and Charlie. Uh, Blake, you're not we you're don't just going to them together. Well, Blake, we don't know anything about. Yeah. And Charlie, we only know is that he has ADHD mm-hmm. and that his eyes are kind of shifty. Um, yeah. But, I mean, neither of them are particularly great singers. The one thing I'll give Blake is Blake looks great on camera. He's one of those guys that, like, when you see him, you're like, oh, you should be on television. And a lot of them don't. And I know that's that's kind of that's the X factor thing. That's that intangible thing where when you throw a camera on certain people, they yeah. they could be the best actors in the world, but they just they're they don't quite look like they're yeah they're not photogenic. And Blake is wildly photogenic. Yeah, and uh, he can dance. Yeah. I and mean, he, he, can, he can move. So he's he like sounds Finn like he has a decent 0. voice. What'd you say, Ed? Is is Blake Fid two A lot of these people, I Charlie is. We've we've talked about a lot of the people in this cast seem like they're replacing specific characters. Yeah. that are that are leaving, and Blake totally could be Sam or I, actually I think Maxfield was Finn two I see. Um, I think Charlie is. But yeah, this you could like go him. Blake or Charlie going like Charlie could be Finn and Blake could be like Ryan Murphy's going to be like Sam. You are exactly. you are the winner, but. You, you, this group of people could also come on the show, but you are the winner. Just want to remind everyone, this is the one. Well, I mean, just because they don't win this competition doesn't mean that he can't later turn around and hire them. 
Or like, or like the ironic thing is, like the winner of the show is only on for seven episodes, but someone who lost is like on it for a multiple season arc. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have Danny coming up. Uh, Danny's next. Uh, there's nothing really to say about Danny. She was eliminated in episode two. Um, I, I heard there was lots of lots of uh, hype about her. Yeah, well, I, she was really different. Um, she's one of the few people that came in, and, and I was like, I don't know where you would be on Glee. Like, I don't see how you fit into the Glee mold. And I think that's why they eliminated her. She's very kind of coffeehouse singer-songwriter. Yeah. But, and so I think that's why they eliminated her. But I, I think when they, I don't know. She's just one of those people that like, she, she wasn't right for this show. I think she's really great. Mm -hmm. And I think on another show, or quite frankly, like in the real world, IRL, she'd be great. She just wasn't right for the Glee project. Well, that's what oh, Ryan how, was how saying. How do you see her on Idol? How do you see her on Idol? See, that, no. there you oh, go. Yeah, on Idol, well. I think she could do very well. I think she could be like a Brooke White singer songwritery, you know, um, with a kind of a soulful 70s type voice. I think she'd be mm-hmm. great on something like Idol. She'd drown on, you know, she'd never make it on The Voice and she'd drown on X Factor. But on Idol, I think X, she'd do X Factor, X Factor is so weird. You have to, you have to, like, X Factor is a very specific type of person you need to be on that show mm. to be successful there you go you need to have that you need, X- to, have well, you need to have the x-factor <laughs> ironically enough <laughs> I think yeah um um you want me to check that yeah okay okay sorry for the listeners um my computer died tonight, and so we're. I'm currently restoring it, and we're recording this from a, an old backup computer. Or I guess it's Jennifer's computer now, um, and so we're a little like discombobulated. Uh, so next up is Lily May. Uh, Lily May, I loved well, I in the pilot. The winner, but I claimed that the winner. That's that's my official. You think it's, it's going with Lily May without having seen an episode? Um, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, so I loved Lily May in the first episode. I didn't like her at all in the second one. But I think you know, I think that Lily May very well could be a contender. She has um, all of the charm and exuberance of. Um, I guess the easiest person to compare it to would be Hannah from season one. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has all of the charm and exuberance. And yet, like, L- Lily Mae, like, she, there were moments in season, in episode one where it's like, she can be really sexy and flirtatious and fun and not, and, and, you know, and, and just like, um, I, I don't know. It's just kind of, and confident. Yeah. Which in season two, we didn't get any of that. Or in yeah. episode two, we didn't get any of that. She doesn't, seem to be as happy and I don't know there's there's something different Hannah the you know there is a sweetness to her I mean she's just you know she is one of the few trained singers she has already expressed that she's um but it had with but it heads with her choir director at home and you know Ryan was calling her out because she wasn't taking direction from um Zach and not only that she was kind of arguing with him on the point and I don't know like there was kind of um I'm not getting the you know the genuine sweet likability of her yet oh she's got a she's got an inner Rachel just dying to get out yeah, just dying to be that's... unleashed and she's just hiding it with charm mm-hmm. and uh yeah <laughs> and, she, and she is a fun performer okay so she was in the bottom three on the second episode mm-hmm. and she performed perfectly well like i could totally see that performance on glee she you know she she hammed it up she was flirty she you know ryan even gave her props for flirting with the band and you know yeah. she's 
and she can sing, but, um, yeah, I don't know. There's nobody that I have a strong affection for yet, so it, it's still early. Oh, definitely. It's still early. We're, we're, these are all very much uh, first um, first impressions. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime, let's go ahead and take a listen, or before we go to the second half of the cast, let's take a listen to uh, the song from episode one. They performed uh, Here I Go Again, originally by White Snake. Uh, and here's a bit of that. Hanging on the promises and the songs of yesterday. And I've made up my mind. No, I ain't wasting no more time. to see if Shauna's note was as big as I remembered it. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, she's, um, well, here, well, uh, and that wasn't like, that wasn't like crazy impressive. It was like, oh, that's nice. Well, it get, it got over, um, it got manipulated at the end there. Um, but it was impressive when she did it on like live, when she was in the booth and she did it, it was impressive. And it's still one of the better vocals that we've heard from the competition so far. Oh, so. definitely from so far, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so um, the other half of the group, uh, a couple have already been eliminated, so we can skip through those. Uh, we got Mario. Mario is blind. He's got a killer voice. Um, I really like Mario. What I like about Mario too is that for a blind person, he has a lot of spatial awareness, and um, he's he still dances with all of them. You know, it was mm-hmm. like if you remember, like. Uh, who was it, Ed, the, the blind uh, guy that was on Idol in, like, season eight? Oh, uh, Scott, Scott McIntyre. Scott McIntyre, yeah. Like, Scott d- essentially had to be, like, led to a piano, guided into his seat, and then he could do his thing, and he was amazing. But when it came to, like, actually Not dancing or moving... Not true, but continue. Uh, and <laughs> it was all, like, he didn't... He couldn't really participate in, like, a lot of the dancing and movement and stuff, where, like, Mario's kind of fearless... And there's a lot of times where I'm like, whoa, you know, that that looks pretty amazing that he's diving right into all those dance moves. So that was, I, I was impressed by that. And he has a killer voice. He seems a bit of a diva, but, you know, that uh, yeah. we'll see how that develops. I mean, at this stage of the game, everybody's kind of fighting 
two stand out and fighting to take the lead of the group. And when they do those homework assignments, they're left on their own to, to you know, work it all out amongst themselves, who's going to do what, and, you know. It's like, so he was fighting for a line that he wanted. They're, yeah. they're, going, they're going about the, the strategy all wrong. The goal is to make those three judges put you in the bottom three. So make them hate you and then blow Ryan Murphy away. Actually, That's- it's different this time, though, because Ryan is much more involved with uh, being good. around them now. Yeah, he was actually there to see the initial homework performance on the first episode. Okay, yeah. just kidding. They do well. Yeah. No, 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 just but get- you're totally right. I mean, I still think you do seem to get an advantage the more time you spend in front of him. Yeah. We've definitely discussed that before. I mean, that's what Damien and uh, Alex both were bottom three, like, dwellers. Exactly. And then and they, they both won. Exactly. And, and Samuel was the second person who was supposed to be playing Sam, the real Sam on the show. So it's like, <laughs> so he kind of knew him. And then Lindsay is the only one who's true, was like the true, like, who, Lindsay was the only person who like wasn't a bottom three dweller who also won. <laughs> uh, so we had Maxfield as well. Maxfield was eliminated in episode one. Um, we have Michael. We don't really know anything about Michael. Nope. He's, he's another just, just anonymous boy. He's an anonymous white guy. Isn't usually, gone? usually oh, no, these um, these he's shows the are filled with. the youngest of them all. Yes. Uh, usually these shows are filled with anonymous blonde girls. And in this this season, it's just anonymous white dudes. Seems to be the, the, the template. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe because... Maybe what Idol, that's what Idol needs to do. Because Idol tried limiting the amount of white guys on the show. And that doesn't seem to work because then they just win. Maybe <laughs> if they just have so many white guys with guitars. It's just like, they like negate each other. They, that, that's what happened uh, Canadian Idol season six. There was like, there were so many white guys with guitars that season. And one of them did end up winning. But not not many of them made the final ten. So... <laughs> Because, because, oh, like, yeah. what do you like? What do you like? When you're judging white guys with guitars against white guys with guitars, you let you even the playing yeah. fields. Yeah, totally. And, and and there's there's some validity to that. <laughs> there, there really is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, just, you I still split don't think the white it's guy with guitar vote. Yeah. What'd you say, Jennifer? I, I still don't think it's going to. Um, okay, okay, it may change me, the course put, of the competition, put, but I don't think it will change the result of it. Oh, well, yeah, that might be true. But at least you get the best white guy with the car, not just the only <laughs> one that wins. Because, like, listen, like, okay, let's, there's, there's eight, let's say 80% of the population is going to vote for a white guy with the car, no matter what. And 20% is going to vote for however they want to vote. And if there's, like, 10 white guys with guitars to choose from, that 80% is, like, scattered. And that 20% that was now a minority now has the power to anchor someone to second place. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just saying. Just saying. Yes. Well, um, okay. Uh, so <laughs> we've got uh, we've got Nelly uh, and Shanna are the next two girls in the list. Um, Nelly uh, always looks like someone else. Um, we we keep thinking she looks like Ellis. Uh, she looks like, very androgynous. I'm confused. She's very her. androgynous. Yeah, and um, she has an interesting face. Uh, I we don't really know enough about her to know if she's nice, good or nice, bad, but I find it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, yeah, she's very pretty when she kind of um, like when they dress her up for the music videos. She's very pretty. Yeah, uh, but when she also when she smiles and when she's not because a lot of the time she just looks a little confused and scared. 
Hmm. Okay. So yeah. when she's not doing that, she I actually is. Yeah. So it's like cute. when she's in the videos and she's like performing, and that's when I'm noticing. That makes sense. Uh, Shauna was the winner in episode one. Um, she is got the big voice, and she seemed you know she's like the cute as a button Southern girl. Um, for some reason, she doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. She just seems kind of boring to me. But uh, I'm sure she'll be around for quite a while. She's she's yeah. pretty. She's pretty good. I mean, and she yeah. She's she's one of the. She has one of the better voices, and she's so focused on the competition and doesn't seem to be getting sucked up into any of the outside stuff. Like she's not distracted. <laughs> like so I good. am. I'm like so what? Good. What? She's not been, not distracted by the boys. She's not getting into, you know, any of the you know the the would be drama. She's just she's just focused, and I think we're gonna find out more about her in the next episode because the next episode um, preview they gave some. Um, what you were so distracting to me? No, no, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Uh, Ed just, um, Ed just. Totally distracted me. Um, I'm sorry. I, 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 it, it is a spoiler, but I didn't. I didn't tell you the spoiler. I just I'm gave you the opportunity. Uh, so, um, so then we've got Taryn. Taryn actually left early. Uh, what, 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 what's the reason with that? Uh, she said she was homesick. I guess. I mean, they didn't. They no, really Rita didn't address com- her. Rita. She didn't think she was going to win this competition. Even if she did, she wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs> that's uh, what yeah, I. That's I don't what know. I it it was kind of lame. I mean, it was. I don't know. Going home early, like you, you, this late in the show. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's like you, you. It's so impossibly hard to get on these things, and then she just pieced out. It was a little. It seemed kind of, kind of. I don't know. It, it seemed like we, the audience deserved a better explanation than just a black card on the screen that said uh, later that night Taryn left the competition. Is essentially what happened. So I don't know. Um, she went home, uh, and then last we have Tyler. Um, Tyler, who is uh, he's trans- transgender, and so that's kind of his pitch as a character. Um, Tyler is he's kind of awkward in his body, but he has a lot of energy. What I liked about him, though, is I was kind of not sold on him, and then at the end of season two or episode two, I keep doing that. The end of episode two, he performed uh, Daniel, and it was fantastic. It was really good. And so I was really pleased with that performance. Um, and um, that kind of won me on Tyler. So there you go. Uh, I, I, that worked for me. Jennifer, how do you feel about Tyler? I like Tyler. Um, I really do. He seems like a really sweet kid. And he's just, he's been very open about what process, what stage of the process of um, uh, transgender transformation is going through. He's just recently started taking um, the testosterone, I guess, and um, so he's learning what his voice is. Um, physically, he's he's still kind of working that out too. And they keep telling him, you know, you need to step out of your head, and like you're doing these great things in life, and you're 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 taking control of your life, and in you know, being so brave and so strong there, you just need to bring that to the competition. And, and he's, he seems like a really, really sweet guy. And, um, yeah, it was nice to, to see him because he didn't do so good when he performed in the final three, the bottom three last week, but he definitely, definitely did better this week. Yeah. And, and just, I mean, even if he's not the strongest performer, I just, I can't see the show eliminating him because 
um, I think I think more people just want to see what how he grows and how he goes through this process in his life, in his personal life too. Yeah, I think that that'll be an interesting. Uh, you know that that'll be an interesting aspect of his character on the show on on Glee Project. Whether or not he wins, uh, we shall see. I kind of doubt it because he seems you know so awkward at this stage. But um, but yeah, that's definitely a really cool aspect of having you know a person in his um, uh, in his uh, uh, stage of the transition. You know, mm-hmm. so that's uh, those are the contestants. Uh, Jennifer, do you have a pick for winner? Do you have an early pick? Man, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I could see I, I could see somebody like Blake or Michael getting it or Shauna or Lily. I don't know. It's really I I I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm feeling more confident in my Lily May decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm I think I'd have to go Lily uh, as well at this stage. She's the one that's still kind of, I find, fascinating. Um, and, and, and she'll like, have the most opportunity to grow in front of the judges, I think, because I think she's mm-hmm. going to be in the bottom three a lot. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's going she's gonna to be the new Damien, where she's like, I was, like, like, was going to eliminate you, but that person just quit. So you, I guess you survive, and then he's going <laughs> to end up winning the whole show. Well, um, so yeah, that's the Glee Project. If you'd like to, uh, you know, you should you should check out the show, watch the show, uh, if you're interested. We will continue to discuss it throughout the season, and uh, you can go ahead and um, uh, follow along. Uh, we don't have a lot else to talk about, so if you don't want to hear us talk about the Glee Project, there's not a whole heck of a lot else to talk about. But um, we sh- earlier this week or last week, last week on Thursday, I went to a panel at the tv academy they had uh, up where they do the it's the home office of the emmys essentially uh which happens to be like right up the street from our place which is awesome um and i saw on the internet that they were doing a glee project presentation and uh went up there and i posted some videos on twitter if you want to see some of those videos but i thought i'd play a few of them for you now uh there was um alex samuel damien and uh Darren Chris. And Darren Chris and um, the girl who won. What? Oh, what? Lindsay? Why, what, Lindsay? Lindsay like, thank li- you. Does Lindsay get snubbed from everything because she wasn't in the Glee Project season two opener either. I'm like, gosh, she just gets snubbed everywhere. Well, and she didn't sing that night. Everybody else sang. Uh, Darren Chris, Alex, Samuel, and Damien all sang, and uh, Lindsay did not, though she was there and participated in the Q and A. Uh, Ryan Murphy was there, uh, uh, as well as Robert Ulrich and uh, Zach Woodley as well. <laughs> yes, Zach Woodley, exactly. Um, and uh, they did a Q&A, and they did a little presentation. It was pretty cool. But um, there was some singing, and I thought we'd take a listen to it now. Uh, this is, they opened the night with uh, Alex, Alex, Samuel, and Damien performing um, uh, Sing. So here's a bit of that. This is on someone's YouTube, or phone cam, so it doesn't sound too hot. But here's a bit.
Shoot. sounds really good on that um, uh well we will definitely get to alex they each did a solo and why, uh, why wasn't Lindsay in there that makes no I have sense no idea she wasn't... no one asked me i mean she was so she was sitting <laughs> in the audience but she just didn't sing yeah she was in the audience i just assumed she didn't make it or like canceled at the last minute um but uh but yeah she did not actually sing um and so then uh darren chris came out and did a uh, teenage dream uh, this video is awesome because you can hear the girl who's recording it in the audience talking. Um, but uh, here's a bit of uh, Darren Chris's teenage dream that uh, drove ladies crazy. <laughs> Darren won every girl in the, in the audience. Um, and he was very charming. He, you know, we've seen Darren a couple times now, and he always strikes me as a little, um, I don't know, kind, I don't know if, I don't know how to quite how to describe it, but he doesn't, he never quite seems comfortable to me. He He's, always seems a little kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And like, the stardom hasn't sunk in yet. Either that or he just doesn't like the personal appearance type stuff. You but know? he shows up for everything. But he's, but he's always there. And the, I mean, the thing is, though, that really that strikes me when I hear that is like how respectful and quiet the audience is. Like they're hanging on every note. Oh, the audience went silent. And you can yeah, I know. Hear I, was, I was like, like I was shocked because normally yeah. when someone starts a song and like, and like the second they realize the song, what the song is, it's like there's like the, the freak out. But they, there was like yes. nothing. Yeah. And they... Um, 
Yeah, and being shot on a cell phone. It's pretty impressive. It is. I mean, you can even hear like the girls kind of, they, they get really excited very at the very beginning and then they immediately go silent. And everyone was really engaged in what he was doing. It's like he says, I hope you're not tired of this song was what he <laughs> says at the very beginning. Yeah. And everybody is kind of tired of that song. But it was a different version and he did it so well. And I mean, I was, you know, I... I, I Quite frankly, I kind of didn't know he had a name. Like, I did yeah. not know it would be that good. He was really impressed me. Well, he's such a captivating performer, even just, like, playing guitar there. Exactly. Oh, my God. And his yeah. ability, like, to play. Like, that wasn't even easy playing the guitar. Yeah. Like, that was, I know how to play the guitar playing the guitar. <laughs> so, uh, so then, but after that, after he finished, um, the big win of the night was, was this songwriting. Obviously, we've all heard that song more than enough times for one lifetime. Uh, but it was like he just absolutely brought the house down. I mean, it was freaking amazing to to watch. And uh, uh, and yeah, it was like it just you know, again, I didn't really know Alex had that. I mean, we've seen Alex do some amazing stuff, but that was pretty incredible. So um so yeah the the there were a couple of performances and it was it was an Emmy presentation so essentially they invite all of the writers guild I got in because they posted the phone number on a website and uh, then the lady next to me is like how did you get in here if you're not in the writers guild and I kind of oh, I don't know somebody put the phone number on a website uh, but um, it, it's kind of they do that so that they can kind of woo the Emmy voters into voting for the Glee Project and get a sense of what the Glee Project is. Um, and so because there's so many in the Writers Guild, uh, but they did a big Q&A and uh, kind of the, the biggest takeaways uh, without boring you with just like a rote, you know, this happened and this happened. The biggest takeaways um, the, from the Q&A, Alex is a totally different person than he was on the show. He's so calm and gracious and and down to earth and like it was crazy 
<laughs> listening to him. That's so nice him. to hear. Because, I mean, honestly, I, I'm the most surprised by how much I enjoyed his character out of all of them. Like, I thought, you know, I thought it was going to be fun to see Lindsay, even though she was kind of obnoxious at times and, and so uber Rachel. And then I thought, like, you know, Damien, it would be really cute to see him, but just not feeling it. And and Sam, I, mean, I guess I'm feeling about it, what I expected. But I'm so blown away at how much I enjoy Alex's performance and his characters on the show so i'm really looking forward to him next season when he transfers to mckinley high because there's really <laughs> there's no other way they, they, they can't let that go they yeah can't we know that's gonna happen yeah <laughs> and, and 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 that was incredible like i get yeah you're right we've heard this song so many times but i'm like i get goosebumps and i get choked up hearing it yeah it, must it have was been pretty awesome life. um as far as uh, the other guys um samuel uh is way more confident in person than he was on the show like he's he's uh he's d- way more confident as as a person than i think his his uh character of joe certainly um damien is exactly exactly what you yeah, expect yeah. and he's really tall i i was uh um i was standing next to him in the lobby and he's 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 uh i think he's taller than me he's a big dude uh he's currently living with cameron and alex uh, cameron's crazy tall uh well yeah i mean he looked tall on the show compared to everybody else and yeah when cameron's you say that probably Damien's six tall. feet tall um so yeah and damien's tall too exactly uh and then Lindsay is exactly who she was on the show in the way that on the show they kept saying you feel kind of rehearsed and fake that's kind of how she felt when she was on stage. I didn't talk to her in person. Like, in person, she might have been a totally different person. Uh, but on stage, she was exactly like she was on the show, where you're kind of like, did someone write that line for you? Um, but she was sweet as could be. And, and they were all there just incredibly gracious to be there. Um, and, uh, and, and it was a really interesting Q&A. Zach Woodley is crazy. Um, he's hilarious and uh, um, very, very... He's just really big. Uh, Robert Ulrich is absolutely as sweet as can be. They they kept calling him the heart and soul of Glee. I can um, see that. He just he, totally just beams when man. he's with those kids. Yeah, and he had the sweetest comment where he said, the, the best thing about the Glee Project and the worst thing about the Glee Project is that, he says, as a casting director, you don't see people get the part. So you don't get to see the reaction when they get the part. But you also don't see people when they don't get the part. <laughs> And so this is like being on the Glee Project, he said, is both great because he gets to see them and sad because he also doesn't get to see them. And they kept saying at one point in season two or season one, um, it was Nikki and uh, it was Nikki and Zach who Nikki was there, but she was not on the stage. Uh, Nikki, Zach and uh, Robert. And they were talking to the contestants that they were going to decide who was sending home. And the contestants were just stone cold being like, okay, let's get to it. And Nikki, Zach and Robert were sobbing and they kept having to take breaks so that they could like fix their makeup and dot their eyes. Cause it was such so emotional for them that they couldn't take it. Yeah. Um, and uh, one thing that I've now turned Jennifer onto, and as you watch the Glee project, you should totally uh, follow um, that uh, uh, Zach Woodley crosses his arms across his chest a lot. This is his thing. This is apparently his joke. I don't know what it means, but he does it all the time. He's like mini hugging himself. It's and once weird. you know to look for it, you will cute. see it all the time. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was a really cool presentation. It really did get me pumped for season two. Uh, apparently, they described season two as being having a lot of tears. 
but that it also has um, a lot bigger uh, numbers. And uh, they're really pleased with their winner. They seemed very excited about their winner. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of the big... T- oh, the, the other funny thing I was telling Jennifer is that Becky was there. Um, after the show, everybody went out in the lobby. We had a big... Uh, there was a big cocktail party. I tweeted that at one point I was standing at the bar between Ryan Murphy and Darren Chris, which is true. Um, and that was kind of hilarious. And I tried for a long time to talk to Zach Woodley because Jennifer says... Uh, that or at the time I had really long hair and she said you should get your hair cut like Zach Woodley and so I thought it would be really funny to take a picture of us together but he was incredibly popular um, uh, no but at one point I looked over and the actress who plays Becky was taking pictures with people everybody wanted to take a picture with Becky and they kept handing their telephones or their cameras um, to this guy who happened to be talking to Becky and being like, will you take a picture of me with Becky? And they were like, yeah, I don't know what her real name is. I'm sorry. Uh, it very well could be Becky. Uh, it's not. <laughs> the person who was taking the pictures, though, was Michael B. White, the director who actually directs all of the music videos on the Glee Project. So this random person that they were just like, will you take my picture, was, you know, much more significant to the evolution of Glee and the Glee Project than... Uh, been Becky but uh, anyway it it definitely got me pumped for season two there's lots of videos you can find on YouTube of the evening Lauren Potter thank you Sabian I didn't get that I was too uh, but there's so lots of videos from it if you want to watch the Q&A of everything and everything. And uh, it's pretty fun. Um, it's uh, uh, it definitely got me interested in what's about to come. So uh, so that'll be cool. Um, and uh, and before we go, uh, we did real quick uh, want to have a quick spoilery conversation about season four. Uh, we're getting random details coming out about season four and uh, we thought it'd be fun to kind of take a quick look at what the random details are. So if you are totally spoiler against all spoilers on Glee, now would be the time to say goodbye. This is your port of call. It's been fun. We'll hear you next week. But if you're not, there's just a couple random things to talk about in season four and I want to get Ed's read on them. Are you ready, Ed? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Season four. What we've heard about season four in the upfronts, uh, the Fox upfronts, the producer said season four will be split between New York and Ohio with a new cast of uh, people joining the old cast in Ohio, as well as all of the cast in New York continuing their stuff. And that the two pieces, though he did not elaborate, he said the two pieces will be connected by a reality show. That's all he said, and I remember tweeting this to Jennifer and me, like, I have no idea what that means. So, Ed... Well, I don't what remember is, you tweeting that to, or texting that to me. I don't remember the conversation at all. Uh, what, what, what is it? So, how does that strike you? Split between New York and Ohio, new kids coming to the Glee Club, and connected by a reality show. I'm so confused. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I have things running through my head, but nothing nothing makes any sense. So I, I think I think that yeah. what they're trying to say, because Ryan a couple times has said season four will have a show within a show. So I think that there's going to be a reality show that's following the New York kids that the Ohio kids are watching. I guess that would make sense. Isn't that weird? That seems like very odd. I don't know. Like, and I don't even know if that's a Glee 
I don't know. That's just a weird glee, Jennifer. What? What? Like, what's your read on that? I'm that's actually how you feel. trying not to think too much about it. Okay. I mean, like, okay, fine, I get it. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to set expectations. I don't want to, you know, spend too much time trying to theorize what it all could mean or could be because even if we created our dream scenario it's not gonna live up or it won't be that well, no, I mean, I plus know. they're giving us clues that are gonna send us like on a rabbit hole yeah, like this, yeah there's totally. so many so many different ways and that's true i'm i'm okay with just that information <laughs> <laughs> or like or like like or it's like a reality show that's like not like so insignificant to the entire thing or they say that now and they it's gonna end up on the scrap that's like they, true. Might be, they might be 100% honest at the moment, but, <laughs> you know, those things change. So uh, so then totally converse to that, uh, at, this, um, at the Emmy presentation, Ryan Murphy told the reporter that he's going to be shrinking the size of the core cast in season four. Which makes sense. Which I definitely think makes sense. Um, And that he's going to get as many people coming back as he can. But the only person that is going to participate in every single episode is Leah Michelle. Which is an interesting comment to make. Uh, In a way, he's kind of saying, so be prepared that people are going to be coming and going for blocks of time. I feel like there was another show that was that was that had like a similar thing, like where well, maybe maybe it was Glee. Well, Lee Michelle is the only one who had like a song in every episode of season one, so it's kind of the same. Yeah, it'll be. I mean, I think it'll be interesting how that works. That she's because I mean, an episode where she's there but Finn's not will be kind of fascinating. Um, I don't know if you're thinking about Scrubs. I know at one point in season seven, I think of Scrubs, they made a deal where every character had to miss two episodes in the season, and so you had like two episodes of Scrubs without JD. Um, and so this isn't this is a way to save money that's very common on shows yeah. that are kind of hurting. I didn't know Glee was hurting, but uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to no, see. No, I, how I that think it's more like uh, contr- like like control. Like it was just getting out of hand. There was just so many characters, so many storylines, and then and they wait the way they want to do storylines with characters. They just want to touch on them. So this way, they they have a core cast and they like and they just bounce from storyline to storyline and it. it you won't feel as bad about it or you won't be blaming them as much. (laughs) That's probably more what it is. It's more like you won't blame them as much. Uh, And then the two castings that we are, I don't like Fox confirmed these two castings, but you never quite know what's going to happen is that uh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is coming on for an arc to portray Kurt Colfer's mentor and Kate Hudson joining for a six episode arc. Uh, now, the fact that Sarah Jessica Parker is coming on to mentor Chris Colfer, or Kurt, to mentor the character of Kurt, um, I think means that Kurt's probably going to end up in New York. I think that was kind of a given, but uh, that's kind of what that probably means. And then Kate Hudson, I could definitely see her ending up in Ohio. She seems like someone who, she'll be like a new Gwyneth Paltrow type character. It strikes me as that uh, type of thing. But uh, but yeah, that's kind of the castings. Ed, do either of those make you uh, excited or thrill you? Um, for for either... Well, hold on. What are the characters again? I'm sorry. Oh, no. It's, it's, we don't really know what their characters oh, are. I mean, the, Sarah was, Jessica Parker and Kate Hudson. Oh, Sarah Jessica... And who was the other one? Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. I mean... No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not swayed either way. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be good. I'm sure it's going to be good. But, I mean, I'm not blown away by their person. 
Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, you know, then we've had so many people, so many rumored castings over the years, um, and then you even have somebody like Javier Bardem, who Ryan Murphy said multiple times in interviews, Javier Bardem is going to be on the show. He's going to play a rock star and possibly mentor uh, Artie, and that never happened. So it seems like at every level uh, of guest starring, you never quite know what you can trust. So. <laughs> So yeah, that's pretty much all we know about season four at this point. But, uh, you know, maybe we'll continue to have these little spoilery conversations as uh, season four details emerge. And uh, we will continue. That's pretty much all I have for this episode. Jennifer, do you have anything else? No. Ed, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Not particularly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note then, Ed, do you have any iTunes reviewers you'd like to thank? Um. I don't believe so. I've been I've been watching it, and we kind of pod faded out of reviews too. We have forty nine pages. It'd be awesome if we had fifty pages. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, we we came this far, like to come this far and to like not make it to fifty would just be sad. <laughs> well, uh, if you'd like to review us, that would be amazing on iTunes. Uh, it'd be hilarious to get fifty pages. That'd be awesome. Uh, so yes, if you'd like to weigh in on anything we we said tonight. Uh, we you can do so by emailing us at gleefulpodcast at gmail.com you can find the website which is gleefulpodcast.com uh, you can find us on Twitter at gleefulpodcast I'm at Josh Brunel she's at Jenny B. Creative he's at Edward Giordano and on Facebook where you can chat with the other listeners just go to Facebook and search for gleeful Jennifer Joshua shall we put a bullet in it yeah. All right. For the Cleveland Podcast, <laughs> Josh Internet, I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. No. No, no sign off. No. No fancy shining um, down know. all over the. Welcome to no, no. the bubble. Ed from the bubble. Just say I'm Ed from the bubble. I'm Ed from the bubble. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>